On today's episode of Kenny and the Coaches, I'm talking with Empire Baseball and Assistant Football Coach Keith Burton. In his 31 years of coaching, Coach Burton has had stints at Shattuck, Bray, Comanche, Central High, and here at Empire. Coach Burton is one of those coaches that when you bring his name up in conversations, no one has a bad thing to say about his personality or his ability to bring the best out of the kids he coaches. Here's my conversation, Coach Keith Burton. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your evening and uh, busy schedule to uh, chat with me. Uh, yeah, sure, Coach. Uh, great to be here. Yeah. Now, you've uh, you started coaching baseball this year here at Empire. Kind of what's the – how's that been going so far? Well, uh, I've, I've been enjoying it, actually. Uh, you know, uh, I haven't always coached baseball. Uh, I've been coaching for 31 years, and uh, when I first started coaching uh, – I was an assistant baseball coach, and but uh, just kind of as I changed schools and moved around, uh, you know, I wound up uh, coaching track usually in the spring instead of baseball, and uh, you know, coaching football and football and track was usually usually the jobs that I had, and yeah, moving around, so uh, you know, from one job to the next, and uh, so last year, of course, was my first year back at Empire, and uh, you know, I got the chance to. Uh, be the assistant coach and that's the first time and that, that, that was the first time I'd coached baseball in quite a while and, and yeah. uh, so it was kind of a kind of a different experience for me in the springtime and uh, but yet I really enjoyed it of course we had a had a really good baseball team last year and mm-hmm. that made things fun we, we won a lot of games and it was a lot of fun to be around so yeah. Uh, but yeah I'm uh, you know I got the chance to, to become the head coach uh, uh, for baseball at Empire and uh, you know it was something I really wasn't expecting to happen but you know, it kind of, kind of fell that way, and uh, I'm I'm glad I've done it. Uh, I'm I'm really having a good time with it this year. Yeah, you know, it seems so. like school, like different schools, like you know, me coming from Fox, we didn't have baseball, and it, even when we did, it was kind of like, you know, we'll do it if we have time for track. But it seems like even in just in this area, it seems like baseball's pretty big. Do you think that? Have you kind of seen that with the kids oh, here? Oh yes, oh yes, definitely. Uh, I've definitely seen that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are there are some parts of the state where you know where track is really big. I, I used to coach up in the northwest part of the state for a while, and uh, track track is definitely big big up there in the northwest part of the state. And uh, so I think I think you kind of see that throughout the state. D- different areas they, they kind of emphasize uh, different sports, either baseball or or a track a little bit more. So yeah, yeah kind of like you know like at smaller schools, it seems like it's hard to have two like you know two. Uh, boys sports going on at the same time you know it's just you, they can't yes. stretch themselves if they, they can do it but you can't i don't think you can ever really be good at one of them if you're having to split time in between the two of them and yes i would agree with that definitely yes sir now uh, over the years um you said you've been coaching for 31 years um have you noticed anything like, a, like have you noticed the difference in coaching kids over those 30 years like, how do you think kids have changed, and how do you think, like, high school sports in general has changed? Yes, uh, you know, I don't, you know, really, I don't think the kids have, have changed all that much. I, you know, I, I definitely think they've, they've changed some, but uh, I don't think that the kids that play sports, you know, the kids that are interested in sports and want to play, uh, I think they're, you know, I don't think there's been much change in that. I think those kids want to play, you know, they want to be coached, mm-hmm. uh, they you know, they want to be successful, uh, not only in the sport that they're playing, but in other areas of their lives too. So, 
uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that part has changed all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but of course the number of kids, that, uh, the number of those kids I think has changed though. Uh, and I think part of that has to do with the number of distractions that you have today. True. You know, back yeah. when I, you know, back when I first started coaching, nobody had a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, you know, kids, <laughs> kids didn't have cell phones. Uh, adults didn't have cell phones. Uh, you know, so we, we didn't have that sort of a distraction. Uh, you know, we, you know, nobody knew what a text was and, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. there certainly wasn't any, any type of social media back yeah. then either. And, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, most of the schools at that time, uh, barely even had computers. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there were, there were fewer distractions back then. And, uh, I think now today there's more distractions or more, there are more other things that kids can, uh, kids can go to and, uh, and also the parental support, I think, has changed a little bit, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be, being at Empire is great because I think we have, you know, we have great parents out there that are very supportive. Uh, but I know that coaching in some other schools that, uh, you know, sometimes you don't have the best parental support. Uh, maybe the maybe the home life at home is not, you know, they're not getting the support at home yeah. or not, not getting their basic needs met at home. So, uh, you know, that becomes very, very difficult to coach those you know, those type of kids sometimes they're not getting getting the support at home that they need yeah. so yeah and, i think that has changed yeah and, you, know, you know you know you see more of that now today than, than what you used to i think yeah and when you said that about the you know everyone having a cell phone now you know used to you'd have to on the way back from a game you know you get five you know ten minutes out you tell the kids oh we got five minutes till we're back now their parents can just track them track them on their phones yes. you know, so they know when oh, they yeah. leave so you don't even have to <laughs> yeah. tell them Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and and then I, you know, I can, I can remember when I was in high school and we we got back from a road trip. uh, You know, all all those, all of those of us that couldn't drive yet, uh, we'd we'd have to line up at the phone there in the field house to call (laughs) our parents to come and get us. (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to be sitting there waiting for fifteen to twenty minutes to wait for wait for our parents to come get us. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a change. Yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, you were also saying that about the 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 kids changing and stuff. I, I. I feel like kids are more specialized anymore. I mean, it's like they – you don't have yes. to work – I mean, you, you still have to coach them up and, 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 and work with them and all that stuff, but it seems like they're more knowledgeable. I know, like, when I when I played, I really cared about playing football, so, I, I mean, I really studied it, but the guys that were around me, it was just like, yeah, we'll show up and play, you know. And, and yeah. that was usually good enough, you know. But it seems like now – yes. I was talking with Coach Hill a couple of weeks ago about kids playing basketball year-round. I mean, it's, it seems like they're always doing something. Sports-wise, yes. the ones that play sports, you know what I mean. Yes, def- yes, definitely. I think I think kids are more knowledgeable now. That, and, that uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's definitely a positive thing. Yeah, kids, uh, you know, kids, you know, you know, like you say with the summer camps now. Uh, you know, I know that Coach Hill takes the basketball guys, and, and and of course we also have our have our summer pride programs too, where the kids are lifting more than what we used to in the summertime, and. Uh, you know, they're showing up, you know, showing up in better shape and those, and those type of things. Uh, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of things there that, uh, have definitely benefited the kids. Do you think that's, I mean, cause I know that was one thing I noticed. I really noticed my first, when I first got here at Empire was the, the kid participation over the summer. That was something at other schools I'd been at, we'd have to work and work and work just to get them up here. Now it's almost like we have to run them out. You know, oh yes. Is that I mean, oh. is that something? Because like I said, I was kind of out of it a while. Is that something that's prevalent at all schools, or, or is it kind of a, uh, a chore? Yeah. No, no, it isn't. Uh, you know, uh, I've been at different places, and and every place has been a little bit different. Uh, 
you know, I can remember when I first started coaching at Bray, uh, we had we had some kids, you know, we had a group of kids that went through there at that time that were uh, were really dedicated in the weight room. Uh, and, uh, you know, those, those those guys were really, really committed to doing that. And we, we had we had really good participation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, uh, but yet each school since I've been there, you know, has, has been a little bit different. There's, there's been some schools where you've had good, good participation in the summertime and, and then others where it's just, you know, uh, you know, you have you have a hard time getting them up there for some reason. Yeah, uh, just you know, you know, it's a little bit different at each at each school. And you're right, at, at the Empire, we're very lucky to have the kids that we do and the participation that we do. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been it's been really good the two years that I've been here. So, and speaking of that, what what attracted you to coaching here at Empire? Well, you know, I had coached at Empire before. Kind of kind of had a one year stint. You know, back in 2008, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've been at Central High and, uh, you know, wound up at Empire uh, for that one year. And uh, I really liked it at Empire. Uh, it, it was really, you know, really a good fit for me, I felt like. Uh, and I was, you know, I was really enjoying it and uh, had planned to stay, you know, uh, stay another year. Mm-hmm. But uh, some some circumstances happened, uh, kind, of, kind of a unique circumstance happened at Comanche that and, and a job opened up there for me that I wasn't expecting and uh, had a chance to be able to coach with my brother-in-law uh, mm-hmm. down there at Comanche and uh, you know that was one of those deals that uh, you know I was I, I was definitely happy to Empire and uh, really really was enjoying it but uh, that that opportunity opened up itself and and I got to coach down there with my brother-in-law uh, who is Steve Justice and mm-hmm. and uh, a, long, a long time football coach in this area and and uh, and also Brent Clark was the uh, was the head coach there at that time as well, and uh, I'd, I'd known Brent for quite a while, and he, you know, he was, uh, you know, they were looking for an offensive line coach, and and uh, they they offered me the job there, and so, uh, and then I got to go to Comanche, and I, I was there for four years, and it was a really good experience, but uh, you know, I I really missed Empire, mm-hmm. uh, really 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 enjoyed the one year I was there. So uh, after I left Comanche, I went back to went back to Central High, and uh, you know, was coaching there, and uh, you know, and then last year, that uh, you know, a job opened up at Empire, and Coach Hayes contacted me, and uh, you know, kind of kind of worked it out to where I could come come back, and uh, you know, uh, I still knew people from Empire. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my both my sons have, you know, uh, of course, my oldest son Landon had gone to kindergarten uh, with all those kids, uh, yeah. back at empire when I was there. And so, so he knew a lot of, you know, he knew a lot of those kids and, and, uh, played, played ball with, and also against a lot of those kids. He played, he played some summer basketball with, uh, with a couple of the kids that were on the basketball team and, uh, was, you know, was good friends with them. And so, uh, you know, we all, we all kind of had a connection there, uh, with, uh, with empire. We've always just, just kind of, and I always liked Empire, and so so when the when the opportunity came up, uh, you know, it was, it was a job that uh, you know uh, it was it's hard to say no to. So uh, yeah, but we're but we're we're you know we're glad we wound up there because it's been a great experience. Yeah, we're uh, we're glad to have you. Yeah, you and your boys and and Sherry well, too. Thanks. We'll take thanks. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. What, this is one thing I've been really I've really wanted to talk to you about was your coaching, kind of your coaching style because I kind of. You know, people kind of have a – coaches are supposed to be a certain way. You know, we're supposed to be 
yes. you know, yelling, fire, brimstone, all that stuff. And you're, that's not you. I mean, I, I kind of, yes. I always kind of fought with that too because I'm I'm laid back. You know. Um, yes. Kind of kind of talk about your your coaching style, kind of how you go about coaching and what kind of, you know, what kind of, because I mean, you've, you've been around it a whole lot longer than I have. How have you kept that style and not felt like you needed to change it to be one of those like yelling, screaming guys? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, to be honest, I feel like my coaching style has, has changed a little bit over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I had, of course I had a lot more energy then. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. You know, I probably was a little bit more more fiery and uh, you know, you know, a little more vocal and uh, pro- probably a little bit harder on the kids too as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, and and yelled a little bit more too. I feel like, but uh, you know, kind, kind of over the years, that's you know, I've kind of I've kind of found my own coaching style and and like, like you say, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that goes around jumping around screaming and yelling and, mm-hmm. and uh, making a big scene all the time. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my coaching style is this, uh, you know. Number one, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I want to be respectful of the kids. I want to treat them the way that I would want a coach to treat me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've been, you know, I've been very fortunate when I played. Uh, you know, back in the years when I used to play, that uh, always had good coaches that were good, uh, good men, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, were. Uh, were enjoyable to play for they were they, they were hard on you uh but you know you would uh you would do anything for them uh because of the respect that they showed you and and uh, uh you know that you know that type of thing so i try you know i try to be respectful to the kids number one uh, i try to teach you know i try to treat each kid fairly uh you know uh, whether they're the best player on the team or the worst player on the team, I'm still going to try to coach them as best I can and try try to help them get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's the way I've always approached it. And and you know I you know, I want to teach the kids the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to I want to teach them you know how to how to play the position that I'm I'm coaching uh, them them to play and uh, teach them how how to play the game correctly. And uh, you know so you know I don't I, I don't think you have to yell at kids all the time to. You know, you know, time to do that. I think you can. I think you can get a lot done if you, uh, you know, if you're more of a teacher instead of instead of a uh, instead of a yeller and a screamer all the time. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that's you know, that's kind of my approach. And of course, there are times when I when I still get fired up. I still. Yeah. You know, I still have a passion for you know for the game and really really enjoy coaching still. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I like I said, I don't have the energy that I once had, but uh, <laughs> you know so probably that has affected my coaching style as well i have to i have to i have to conserve my energy a little bit more now so but yeah. uh, uh but you know i, I just you know I, I just want to develop a good relationship with the kids and be and be respectful to them and and uh you know teach them teach them the game uh yeah be a, be a you know be a good teacher yeah how is coaching baseball different from other sports I mean, to me, it seems like, you know, with football, basketball, I mean, basketball probably more than anything is fast paced, fast paced. It's constantly moving. And football, pretty much the same. You know, you got some lulls in between plays, but baseball is, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a pitch and then you rest. And then there may be 10, 15 minutes before the the field, the fielders get to field the ball, you know. So how, how is coaching baseball different from the other sports that you coach? 
Well, I definitely think it's harder than the other sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I and I think the game is is more difficult to play too. It's a harder sport to play. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the motor skills that are that are required to play baseball are uh, you know are different than what it is to play basketball or football. Uh, you know, th- those two sports you're you're using your large muscle groups a lot more. Uh, you know, uh, obviously both both sports are physical. Basketball is physical, uh, and football is even more physical. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, but baseball, it's it's a little more refined, I think. You know, the skill, the, you know, you know, the skills for that are are uh, you know a little more. It's a little more highly skilled, I guess, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for for a quarterback to you know to compare a quarterback and a pitcher, uh, you know, a quarterback he has to throw the ball to the receiver. Uh, of course, the ball is larger and. Uh, also, the receiver can adjust to the ball as the ball is in flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, you got a pitcher that's pitching. Uh, he has a strike zone that is very small, and yeah. so he has to be—he has to be much more accurate than what a quarterback is, uh, because the you know the play, you know the strike zone is not going to adjust to the ball. Mm-hmm. You have to put it—you have to put it in the strike zone every time, and uh, that you know, like I said, that strike zone is not is not very big. Uh, you know, the width of the plate is seven is just seventeen inches, so. Uh, that's a very, very small space, and and a very, you know, and he's doing it from 60 feet, and it's not, and it's not easy to do. So, oh, yeah. uh, the, you know, the skill level I think is is a little more highly skilled than it, it is for football or basketball. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, you know, I, I think that causes, you know, that that proposes a challenge there with that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, so you know, I think it's harder to play. I, I think it's harder to coach. Yeah. And so, and, and and you know, there's so many. So many different rules too in baseball. Uh, there's, you know, you know <laughs> yeah. there's like the drop third strike rule, you know, and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, you really, you really got to study the game uh, uh, to make sure that you know what's going on. So, uh, yeah. but now but I would say that would be a big difference. Yeah. Now mo- moving on to football a little bit, kind of you've coached both of them, eight man and eleven man. What's kind of the differences to you in 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 the two games? Well, I think you know. <laughs> I think once you get on the field and actually start coaching, I don't. I don't. You know, to me, I don't even really, uh, really think there is a difference. You mm-hmm. know, uh, when you're talking about, you know, like, you know, I coach the offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about teaching, you know, uh, teaching blocking techniques and blo- blocking schemes, uh, basically everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, you know, a double team block, you know, is going to be executed the same way, whether it's an 11 man or eight man mm-hmm. uh, or, or a block, you know, a tight end or, or a tackle blocking down on a, on a, on a linebacker, you know, uh, you know, all, all that to me is the same. So mm-hmm. uh, to me, to me, there's not that big of a difference now. Now, you know, scheme wise, you know, there are, there are some things that, uh, you know, there are, there are some similarities, but there are, all, there are also some differences. Uh, there, I think, I think a couple of things uh, that is, you know, uh, there's a, you know, very, very challenging in eight man is that uh, from an offensive line standpoint is pass protection. Yeah. Uh, you've only got three guy, you only got three interior linemen to pass protect as opposed to five interior linemen in 11 man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, you know, that, that, that can put, you know, that can pose a challenge. Plus, you know, plus your edge, your, your edge rushers are a lot closer to the quarterback in eight man than they are in 11 man also. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, so that you know, so that part is a little bit challenging, and then and then also in in eight man uh, pass uh, pass coverage is harder to me uh, because you've got fewer guys out there to cover. Yeah, and it's hard to you know it's hard to 
it's hard to have somebody in each zone to cover the field uh, on a on a pass that you're defending. So uh, that you know that is challenging too. So, uh, yeah. but uh, but I've, I've you know I've coached both. I've I've enjoyed both and. You know, like I said, whenever I get on the field and start coaching, I don't even I don't even stop to think, uh, you know, that, that, that this is eleven man or this is eight man. It's just mm-hmm. it's just football to me. So yeah, you're uh, talking you know, about uh, okay. you know, of course the eight man game is, is a little more wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I think defensively, you know, you've got to uh, you've got to make sure you've got some kids out there in eight man that can run to the ball mm-hmm. uh, at every position, not just you know not just your linebacker and defensive back positions, but you know, you've got you've got to have defensive linemen that can run to the ball too, and uh, uh, so that part of it is challenging. And uh, uh, you know, uh, and of course, an eleven man, you can you can get away with having having some bigger players, and and that's probably you know probably to your advantage too to have have some bigger, stronger players that play up on the offensive and defensive lines. So yeah, uh, but uh, eight man can you know can pose some challenges there if you've got some bigger kids that maybe maybe don't maybe don't move as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. That can, you know, that can be a liability sometimes. Yeah. Amen. So. Hey, you were talking about the kind of the schemes being different. I've been, you know, since we're moving up to 11, man, I've been kind of looking at different things defensively, looking at, you know, what offenses may run, and I'll be putting stuff together. I'm like, oh, hey, I've got an extra guy I can cover with, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right, didn't, yeah. didn't have that in eight, man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How important is it to you having your family being as involved as they are? Because it seems like, you know, even during summer camps, uh, basketball camps, you and uh, I'm, that's that's your dad that's always with you, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, having <laughs> having your having your family there, your your wife's always there. How how important is family being involved with it being your thirty first year coaching? Yeah, well, it's uh, you know it's great to have, have your family involved. Uh, you know, uh, I've been very fortunate. My, you know, both my mom and dad, they, they follow, they have followed me all over the state of Oklahoma. And yeah. uh, of course they, of course they follow me even more closely when, when they had grand, you know, when they got grandkids. Playing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, but you know, they, they've always been supportive of me, uh, you know, back, you know, back when I first started playing sports, back when I started playing little league baseball, you know, uh, yeah. when I was eight or nine years old. So, uh, they've all, they've always been supportive of me uh, in the you know every every sport that I've played anything that I've chosen to do they've always uh, given me their full support and uh, they have you know even, even when I got into coaching they they uh, have always gone to most of my games and uh, support support whatever team that I'm I'm coaching at the time and and uh, of course you know getting you know ha- having kids and having kids that that are playing you know that are playing too that you know uh, that that's been great too you know Sherry. Jerry, of course, when she met me, I was I was coaching out of Bray still, and uh, and we met and got married, and uh, you know she was uh, uh, from from early on she was following me to eat to at every game, uh, loading up in the car with my dad and, yeah. and uh, taking off to go to go to a game, and uh, you know she she's usually there every every Friday night, uh, yeah. and uh, and of course when we had boys uh, playing too, she you know she's a where she's our number one fan, so yeah, uh, it's been it's been great to have her. Uh, you know, uh, co- you know, coaches' wives are uh, they're definitely uh, definitely special people. Uh, you yes. know, they have to they have to sit up in the stands and they have to have to listen to the criticisms of, mm-hmm. of the coaching and that that type of thing. So uh, their uh, their job is really is really harder than ours. <laughs> yeah, because we're out there and we so, can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. You, now you brought up. Uh, your boys, Landon and Luke, how, 
How great has that been for you to coach coach your kids? Oh yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been fantastic. I've I've always enjoyed coaching. I I enjoy coaching coaching kids and uh, you, know, you know teaching them the game and and uh, teaching them life lessons and that and that sort of thing. Uh, I've I've always enjoyed that. But but when you get to when you get to coach your own, it's even more special. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just you know it, it's just a special deal. So. Um, and, and of course, of course, you know your your kid, your you know, uh, I, I know with your boys it's the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have grown up around it. You know, they've they've grown up around football. They've grown up around basketball. They they're at every practice just about, and and in, of course in all the games and and uh, serving as ball boys. You know, when they're little kids, they're serving as ball boys on the sideline and stuff like that. They're uh, they're you know they're around it, and they they just kind of grow up in it. And uh, yeah, you know. It's a special thing, so it's really it's really been a neat experience. Now I've kind of I've kind of heard that Landon's wanting to start coaching. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that may not be real popular with, uh, with Sherry, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's uh, you know he's of course going to school and uh, you know really enjoying college and uh, you know looking to looking to do something uh, possibly in the medical field is what he's kind of interested in, but. Uh, oh, okay. You know he's 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 kind of getting that itch maybe to uh, to try his hand at some uh, coaching. I think this summer uh, he's going to help to coach uh, coach a summer league basketball a team or something like that. I think uh, I think he's kind of trying to get that lined up. And, and yeah. uh, of course he loves basketball. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know that's kind of that's kind of his. You know of course he's he's always played all all sports, but uh, basketball is his favorite. And uh, and he's and he's really had a good experience up at up at Oklahoma Wesleyan mm-hmm. this past year, and uh, and he's he's kind of getting a little bit uh, you know getting a little bit itch to uh, to coach, and uh, you know we've you know we've talked about that that mm-hmm. uh, you know but uh, he can he can work another job and he can still coach you know he can he oh, can yeah. coach an AAU team or uh, summer league team or something like that uh, and still and still uh, still be able to coach if he wants to if he wants to actually work another job, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens with him. Yeah. Uh, you know, my nephew uh, was kind of the same way. He he went to college and and had his eye on, uh, you know, going into pharmacology or something like that. And and then uh, I think after his first year, he switched over and got into coaching. So. Yeah. And it's one <laughs> of those things. It's one of those things too. If you don't ever scratch that itch, you're it's going to eat at you, and you're going to end up doing it eventually yes. in some form or fashion. So. Yeah, yeah, if he, yeah, you're right, coach. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if he can get to doing some summer ball, that he may get into it. And be like, oh, I think I'd rather be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Sometimes it happens the other way too. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, the public versus privates kind of debate. Have you um, have you had much experience coaching against private schools? Well, a little bit, yes. Uh, you know, some of the teams that we, you know, I've we played against over the years, uh, you know, uh, have been, of course, private schools, uh, you know, uh, you know, I can remember uh, back when I was at Bray, we, uh, we didn't, we didn't play them in a regular season game, but we used to, uh, we used to scrimmage, uh, Oklahoma Christian school at that time. At that time they were, they, they were playing eight man football. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think they had an enrollment of, of, of almost 200 kids, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the top four grades and they, they were playing eight man football. And, 
and uh, man, you know, when we when we went up there to scrimmage those guys, I mean, it was like it was like you were looking across the field at a at a college team, you know. Yeah. <laughs> those, those guys were huge, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and so and so athletic, you know. Uh, and of course, they they're they're sitting right there, uh, right there in the middle of Edmond, and, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of can draw from from that area uh, there in North Oklahoma City, and uh, you know they could come up, some, you know they could come up with some really good kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we, and then we used to, you know, we, we played some other, other private schools too along the way. And, you know, when I was at Central High, we had a, we had a private school in our, in our district or, you know, two or three different times. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yes, yeah, so I have had some experience of, of, of playing against those private schools. And, do, uh, do you, uh, see any, I mean, do you think there's any fair way to implement them into the OSSAA or I mean, or, cause you know, like in Texas, they have their own. You know their private school thing, Christian school private school thing. Do you think that that's something that we could do here, or do you think there's any real answer to it? You think we'll just keep doing it like we're doing it? Yeah, you know, I think you know, I think the idea is good. Uh, you know, like like you say in Texas, they they you know it, it's you know separated. They have you know the private schools have their own association, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is great. But I think here in Oklahoma, I think it's you know I think it comes down to uh, uh, to being practical. Uh, the fact that there's not as many. You know, of course, there's not as many as many schools, period, in yeah, yeah. Oklahoma like there like there is in Texas, and uh, but there's you know there's a lot fewer private schools, and and of course there's you know there's a big difference between some of the smaller private schools, somebody like Corn Bible, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know that has to that would have to go and play against somebody like Casha Hall, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know that's you know that's definitely a disadvantage for them, yeah. Uh, I have to do that i can i can understand that part of it so it's kind of, you know would be it would be kind of difficult i think to to have a separate a separate association for you know for the private schools uh you know i just don't think there's enough teams there to uh, to uh, uh warrant uh, having having a separate thing so uh but yeah de- definitely i think private schools do do have an advantage over public schools yeah. uh, when you can when you can pick and choose who you want in your school uh, or, or who you will allow in your school. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, you know, you can, you can come up with some, some pretty good kids, uh, whether it's, uh, whether it's uh, from an athletic standpoint or whether it's from an academic standpoint, Yeah. Uh, you can, you can have the best students and you can, you can have the best athletes and, and, uh, yeah, sure. You're going to, you're going to have an advantage over, over the public schools that, you know, we have to, we have to take, we have to take everybody that shows up or, or everybody that lives in our district. Yeah, we uh, we don't we don't have a choice. Uh, we we have to take them. So, uh, you know, we have to we have to teach them all. We have to we have to coach them all. Uh, we can't we can't handpick who we want on our teams or, or who we want in, want in our classrooms. So, yep. Uh, so I don't you know I don't think there's a I don't think there's a a uh, a perfect solution to that. Uh, but yeah, I would I would like to see it be separate, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're past that now, so yeah. I, I don't think it'll ever change. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that one. Yeah. So. All right, now I got one final question for you. It's kind of a, okay. my, my stumper question. <laughs> which is a colder or uh, probably not colder? Which is a uh, worse environment to coach in? Coaching football in mid-November or coaching baseball in late February, early March? <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely pick baseball on that. Yep. I think I think you're right. I thought about it. You know, I was like, I, I'm all right. I, you know, I coach out there on the sidelines in football. But the year that I was an assistant coach, that was the COVID year. And I was 
Yeah. There was. I don't think there was a game one that I wasn't freezing at. Yeah, you you are so right. It is. Uh, you know, you think you think about that. You think, well, it's it's cold in November too. But uh, uh, but yeah, the the baseball can You know, baseball games uh, early on uh, are definitely colder than than what it is, or seems colder. Uh, but uh, you know, I think I think part of that is football. You're you're always you're always walking up and down the sideline. You're you know, yeah. you're probably moving a little bit more. Whereas in baseball, you're you're either sitting in the dugout or standing in the dugout, or you're standing there at first base or third base a lot, and you're not moving as much, I guess. And and of course, the game doesn't move as fast either. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so I think I think there's a mental a mental part of that too. And you know, football is always moving. You're having to always be be thinking ahead, and so you really don't have as much time to really think about the cold. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I, yeah. I would definitely say baseball is colder. Yeah, and, I feel. And, and of course, there's no there's no clock in baseball either. So <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> those, those games, if you, you know the pitchers are having trouble throwing strikes, then you know uh, those those games can last longer too. So yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. It just seems to get. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt sorry for you guys when you were playing Wilson last night, and it was. Oh uh, yeah. Thirty degrees <laughs> and north wind, and I'm sitting on my couch in the heated uh, house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was pretty cold out there uh, last night but we but we made it through yeah uh, well coach uh thank you for taking some time out and talking with me oh you bet thanks for having me on I, I, i've enjoyed it it's been great coach burton wasn't exaggerating when he was talking about his coaching style you can tell he treats the quote-unquote veterans the same way he treats the rookies, with respect, and you can tell the kids respect him back and work hard for him. And I believe it's the reason why you haven't heard anyone have a bad word to say about him. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.